Use Trap and the Lead. Kilda was like one of those children's pop-up picture books. You know, the ones you turn a page and the enchanted paper forest lifts up, then folds neatly away as you turn the page to reveal the next scene. Our pop-up book was called St. Kilda, Architecture, 1850 to 1970, and we were the children. Jack was a local, the genuine St. Kilda article princess of Princess Street. She'd owned that book since she was five years old and was happy to share hers with me. We'd walk the streets late at night holding hands. She'd show me all her old favorites, mansions hidden behind orange brick apartment blocks, workers' cottages with histories from dock worker to artist to pot dealer's shop front. We'd open dusty old pages she'd nearly forgotten and sometimes discover new treasures for the revised edition we were planning together. It was like those buildings didn't exist unless we were looking at them. exchange extravagant gifts of real estate. I'd offer her a grand Victorian mansion. She'd present me with an art deco apartment. We'd make foolish plans. Balls in the ballrooms, breakfasts in Ingalls, cocktail parties in Port Phillip Bay windows. We were the most benevolent of landlords, allowing all to live in our vast estate free of charge from us. We'd walk the streets late at night, holding hands. The poorest of property tycoons, the silliest of children, then up the stairs to the rented apartment that was really ours. A cup of tea and a cigarette on a cushion on the floor. Close the book, a kiss, and so to bed. For Jacqueline. The floor of my apartment is covered by guitar cases. Two. Two guitar cases. This is about how small my apartment is, not about guitars.
Mexico can be anywhere. And instead of being rich and pretending we are poor, we can be poor and pretend we are rich and pretending to be poor. And Mexico can be anywhere. Trap and the Laird is supported by some to keep it free for all. For details, please see the show notes.